1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial and I'm Patrick Teo. Day 18 of proceedings was all about the bonds, Islamic bonds. It was the third day since Najib's lead counsel, Shafi Abdullah, began his cross-examination of former 1MDB CEO, Sharul Halmi. And the lawyer today homed in on the 5 billion ringgit in bonds that was raised by Am Investment Bank for the Tringanu Investment Authority, or TIA. The bonds raised were sold to a Singaporean company called Actis Singapore Private Limited, which has ties to Joe Lowe. Actis bought them at a 700 million ringgit discount. This meant that TIA only received 4.3 billion ringgit of the 5 billion ringgit bond raised. Actis, in turn, sold the bonds back to Malaysian companies such as the Social Security Organization, SOXO, the Employees Provident Fund, EPF, and an insurance company at a higher price, thus profiting from the sale. Sharo said he wasn't aware that the bonds were sold at a discount, although as CEO of the company, he was privy to this information. But, he said, he had never seen the documents pertaining to this, nor made any efforts to procure it. He said the only person who pointed out this discrepancy was Bucky Saleh, who was 1MDB's chairman. When Ambang was called in to clarify, Sharo said the bank explained that the market was weak. Hence, the bonds had to be restructured to make it more attractive for investors. This, it seemed, was done with the advice of none other than Joe Lowe. On meeting with central bank officials about the bonds issuance, Sharo said it wasn't him. Instead, it was Joe and Ambank relationship manager Joanna Yu who attended the meeting. When Shafi suggested that the TIA board was probably under the impression that it was Sharul who met with the central bank, the witness agreed. You didn't think it was important to let the board know that it wasn't you? Shafi asked. The answer was no. The lawyer then asked if Sharul was aware that Joe made 120 million US dollars from the sale of the bonds. The answer was also a no. So, you might be wondering exactly how Joe made this money. Now, remember Ambank sold the bonds at a discounted rate? After Actis acquired them, it was sold to a company called Country Group Securities PCL, also at a discount. This company, Sharul said, belonged to Joe's father, Larry Lowe. From there, the bonds were transferred to Acme Time Limited. Acme was allegedly owned by Joe Lowe, but managed by a close associate, Eric Tan, although he is more fondly known as Fat Eric. Acme then sold the bonds back to Malaysian investors at full price with the help of Ambank, making a tidy profit of 120 million US dollars.
In Sharul's written testimony, which he had read out previously, he described how the Sultan of Trunganu had asked him to sign a resolution. That resolution had ordered the issuance of Islamic bonds for TIA to be suspended. The Sultan had seemed angry and had mentioned something about an unsavoury character. But despite the Sultan's orders, Najib had calmly told Sharul at his private residence in Langaduta, You go ahead. I will talk to Twanku. Shafi tried to suggest that perhaps what Najib meant by you go ahead was to tell Sharul to go home and not proceed with the bond's issuance. But the witness had no doubt in his mind that what the former finance minister had meant was to proceed with the issuance. But Shafi would not let this go. He asked if Sharul told Najib he was heading home after the meeting. This was met with a retort. That's not something I'd tell the Prime Minister. The courtroom broke out in laughter at his response. Sharul said his relationship with Najib was like Pipit and Engang, a sparrow and a hornbill, which symbolised a subordinate and a superior. Returning to the profit that Joe made from the sale of the bonds, Shafi had a Soalan Chepu Mas, a grand prize question for Sharul. Now that you know that you didn't know about the fact that Joe made a profit right under your nose, do you have evidence that Najib was involved? No, I don't, Sharul replied. The lawyer pressed on. Given what you know now, can you say that the PM was involved in this? I can't speculate, came the reply. Shafi then suggested that Joe Lowe was a rogue who operated on his own because he conned everybody. He even conned you, to which Sharul replied coolly, I don't have enough information. With that, Shafi concluded his questioning for the day. He told Judge Colin that he will try his best to finish cross-examining Sharul by the end of next week. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. The team behind the Najib Razak 1MDB podcast are Revati Supramaniam, Yap Pek Kwan and Yvonne Lim. Timothy Acharyam and Bede Hong provided additional reporting. And I'm Patrick Till.